1: Installment. installment. I feel like that's like a staple. It's, it's, I don't know why you say installment. I don't know why don't you know. know. It seems
0: weird. Like it seems inappropriate. I don't, I don't know
1: why. Maybe I change it for the thirtieth. Like where's the thirtieth of this bitch? <laughs> but, until the end, to the 29th installment of Worldville Podcast.
0: Welcome and to the thirtieth ball kicking episode. Right, right,
1: right. Of the players <laughs> ball. nuts in your
0: mouth episode. So.
1: I guess we could start off with the uh, smokes and drinks of the day. Like, I, if we're on twenty nine, we've definitely had whiskey for at least twenty five.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yo, I didn't drink whiskey before this. Really? Yeah, at I all? Was never at all. I was, I've always really. Known. I've been a vodka drinker my whole drinking career up until. I started smoking cigars, but really? so like vodka just don't pair with cigars that well. So at all, it, it, it all kinds of it all kind of adds up because like we start we smoke cigars in the podcast and we just have whiskey and like now I almost drink whiskey exclusively. Like I'll go somewhere and I, if I get a cigar, I get whiskey with it. Like the only time I don't drink whiskey is if I don't have a cigar. And most places I go, I have a cigar. Like, I won't go, I haven't been to a bar just to be at a bar in a while, and even when I do, I think, like, okay, so, let me get a whiskey drink. It, it just, it goes together, so
1: it's like the greatest pairing, I think. It is. Um, so, today, um, I'm having a uh, a Jaime Garcia, and before that, I had an Undercrown, which is a great fucking cigar. And that sounds funny.
0: Jaime? That sounds like Hyman. Yeah, and it's, yeah. kind of having a Hyman Garcia. Yeah. Like yeah, and
1: it's funny, it's, it's spelled J-A-I-M-E, so I thought it was oh, Jamie. Oh, like Jamie? Yeah, I thought it was Jamie. That's <laughs> why so I looked it up on like Cigar International and it's all hype. They did the pronunciation of it, it was like high Nice, so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll treat it as So, But great cigar, though. So that and, you know, our, uh, um,
0: our whiskey favorite, Kessler. Yeah, I, I think people probably don't even wonder what we're drinking, because we've had Kessler for like 80 consecutive weeks. Which
1: we, I think we we really need to uh, push that with the uh, the makers of like we've done this for like almost thirty fucking episodes. And
0: the podcast episodes are almost yeah. as old as we are. Right. right? Exactly. Right. Right. I need like five
1: more years and we will be good. Yeah, we'll we're gonna good. we're
0: gonna reach we're gonna reach our age in episodes before we respect. It. Well, not well before you change ages, not before me because I'm. My birthday just snug up on me i just realized just now my birthday is <laughs> next month so <laughs> i'm, 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 I'm gonna it, add a year i imagine your birthday just
1: snuck up on it me it did so. I mean, oh, yeah.
0: i'm gonna add a year in a few weeks but in a not even a few like in a couple weeks i'm not, about a month i'm gonna add a year but either way we're both gonna reach our we're gonna reach our podcast age our podcast episodes are gonna match our age sometime in 2015
1: that's funny uh, i think that was a i think that was uh, a part of Think old school when Frank the Tank when he ended up forgetting his birthday to his wife. She was like, "Oh shit, my birthday did pass." Now, how the fuck you got that? Who? Fuck, uh, Frank the Tank. In, who is that? Uh, old school, the movie. I didn't see that. Are you fucking serious? You never oh, wait, I don't know? Oh wait, oh no, old school. With, oh, uh, the Will Ferrell yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my bad, my bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, dude. I'm like,
0: let's stop the podcast right now. I don't want to <laughs> talk no more. Like, dude, <laughs> no. For some reason, that, I was boy. thinking it was like an old black hip-hop movie or something. Oh, shit. no, no. I, just, don't know, I was thinking something else. No, yeah, just, old school, the Will Ferrell movie. Just Will Ferrell. Yeah, I'm with he you. He was talking to his
1: wife when they were separating. She was like, oh, you forgot your birthday. He's like, oh, shit, yeah, damn it.
0: Fuck, Like, how the fuck do you forget your birthday? Like, eventually you stop caring. It's, it's not really relevant. The only relevant day nah, for dog. me is Father's Day and Father's Day. You just don't
1: forget your <laughs> birthday, dude. Fuck I don't that. forget
0: it in the sense of, like, I forget that it, it it has arrived, but I forget to anticipate it. So, like, my birthday is in January. Like, when you were a kid, you start thinking about your birthday like way in advance. Like now, it's like December. My birthday is in January, and I didn't even think that. Like, damn, I'm about to turn another year but, next month. Uh, like, I, it, I, I, it didn't occur to me until you, like it, just now.
1: Yeah, you get older. Right? I think the the novelty of it lessens. You know, you got all kind of responsibilities. You know, you're thinking, <laughs> but you don't just say, "Damn." My birthday was last week. Fuck, I forgot. <laughs> no, that, that'll never happen. Yeah, you know, you get you, you, you know, you, you yeah, it, it just, you don't forget that much. Yeah. My
0: birthday is three weeks from New Year's. You know, so as soon is. as New Year's happen, I, I think about my birthday. I'm like, well, my birthday's in three weeks. Well, that's what mine, mine is a, a week before, uh, no, I'm sorry, mine is a week after
1: St. Patrick's Day. So it's like once March comes, like my sister's birthday is in March. So, we, you know, I, I know her, I'm like, cool, my birthday's coming up. And then once... Hey, Patrick's Day come, I'm like it's exactly the week after. And I'm like, oh, okay. Right. Yeah,
0: so you got the markers.
1: It's harder to see. Yeah, I got it. markers and she, Yeah, markers. So,
0: but I start thinking about it. I start thinking about it usually in um in late November or December because they usually mm-hmm. they they hit on the same day of the week. So like, whatever day Christmas is, New Year's Eve is New Year's. I mean, is a is a week later. And then my birthday is three weeks later. So they all hit on the same day of the week every year. So like, I know like, Christmas is on a Thursday. Uh, I know New Year's is going to be on a Thursday. And then I know my birthday is going to be three Thursdays later. Uh, Speaking of New Year's, y'all have
1: any New Year's plans? You and the fiance?
0: Yeah, my boy Daryl is going to have a masquerade
1: party. Oh, yeah, I did get an invite for that shit. (laughs) I just thought about that. So you said it. Because we were thinking about trying to do something at home for th- um, for uh, New Year's Eve. Now I just thought about it. Yeah, you, I did get an invite for that. So. Yeah, Daryl's
0: yeah. parties are always like legendary. So maybe
1: maybe we he, do that. Then.
0: He's doing that in lieu of uh, uh, he didn't have a Halloween party. You, normally, yeah, his Halloween I, I party won. is his. awesome. Yeah, his normally his Halloween party is is the uh, is the year is like the debauchery like event of the year. But he didn't have one this year because we went to California for our boy's wedding. So it was yeah. like, okay, we spent all this money for plane tickets and hotels and shit to to go to his wedding. So he was like, yeah, I can't afford to have a a Halloween party this year. But he's still gonna have a uh, he's gonna have a New Year's party instead. In so. His house. Yeah. That's yeah, dope. Yeah, now, So now, it's now. gonna be all kinds of like fuckery going on, probably. Yeah.
1: So maybe we just do that then,
0: because I we- think somebody's probably gonna get ate out at this party. That's uh, usually uh, uh, most of his parties. Somebody get their pussy ate at the party. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, that damn, maybe we'll just do that. Here. Yeah, so it might be. Damn, I was, totally forgot I about that. I remember getting uh, the invite for it, but I just forgot about it until you said it. Okay. Yeah, yeah so maybe we'll just. There will
0: be some hymies getting licked. <laughs> hymies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there will be a hymie getting licked yeah, at the, the getting licked, you know, <laughs> Some taints and <laughs> some yeah. shit getting, getting licked. Okay. Okay. The whole nine. Yeah. Totally forgot about that. Okay, I have to Speaking of that. taints getting licked, have you noticed that, like, ass-looking has become trendy lately? Dude, why? I could the last... Like if you look at porn from ten years ago, it was like, like porn has like trends just like everything else do. So like, all was an era where like threesomes was like real like mad trendy, and threesomes are still trendy now. But like threesomes like were like taboo, and then they got trendy or whatever. And like right now we in the age of like ass licking. Like if you gotta, <laughs> if you gotta, if you watch a porno right now and somebody don't get their asshole licked. Like it, it it's, just wasn't a good. It's porno. random. Like, yeah, it, yeah. I wasn't even gonna go that far, but yeah, it wasn't <laughs> even a good porno if, if somebody didn't get their ass lit. Like, did
1: you, did you see the ass licking
0: part? No, I don't
1: think that was. A, yeah, that didn't. Yeah, it didn't happen. Like, yeah. That's funny. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, ass looking is yeah, really, tends to get lit. Ass looking is really popping popping in 2014.
0: Didn't we have a? Th- that was like a thing we had. Like there was a string of episodes where every episode we talked about. We won we, 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 we want a good while with butt. No, with butt sex. Yeah, butt, butt sex. sex yeah. yeah,
1: but I think you know As looking kinda, ass looking. falls in that category. Yeah, it falls in that category. It Definitely falls. So in this
0: the is category. the return of a butt sex. Uh, yeah, mention. So we're, we're bringing it back. Uh, ass looking shit. Yeah, we might have to have a, have that consistently, like oh. every episode for the rest of 2014. There has to be at least one mention of butt sex or ass looking, just wait, to make sure. Thing is, we only have we only have we only have <laughs> like what two or three. Uh, yeah, it might be like three. Yeah,
1: three for the rest of the year. It's
0: still enough to solidify 2014. Oh, we can, can fit some ass licking in this shit. Yeah, there, yeah, there's always a way to to bring ass licking into it. I can think of a few. Yeah, we got, th- we got
1: three more, three more Sundays uh, in December of 2014 that we could incorporate some uh, ass licking stuff. We we'll do that as, as long, long
0: as you're not running off on no marriages and not like that. We should <laughs> be able we'll to have all three of them. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'm so cool. Good. So it's been a uh, eventful week. Eventful week. Yes. Uh, we've
0: had protests going on throughout the country. Um, let's man. Let's save that shit for a little bit later. though. Oh well, yeah, that's just what's going on. Yeah,
1: that's just what's been going I'm on. I'm in kind right. of
0: a good mood. I don't know why, but I'm inexplicably in a good mood, so oh, we, I don't know. We,
1: we keep it rolling.
0: Yeah, let's try to be a little bit more. Let's save the heavy shit for later, man. Okay. All right, like, let's let's kind of wrap up with the heavy shit. Do we got something that's like not heavy? Uh,
1: other than Trick Trick trying to keep J Cole out of Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> What's that about? So J Cole has a new album coming out. Which I I can, I can appreciate his new album coming out. He he he, he started the album, made the album, and the cooler part about his album that I don't think was really publicized is that he did this one section where someone tweeted about them listening to the album, and he actually went to their house and did a uh, listening party in Texas.
0: Oh shit! I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, so he had, like posted pictures of some chick house or whatever. He had came to their house. They. Played the album. They did like a listening party. Damn, so. that was kind of dope. dope. Yeah, I figure as a as a as a as a fan to be able to have your favorite artist come to your crib, play the album for nobody hears it and this shit, right? Dope as fuck. So
0: I'm a big J Cole fan, man. That's and dope. I've always
1: been a J Cole fan. So yeah. it's like you know, I would love if he was here, man. I would have, man. That would have been dope as fuck. Yeah. So he did that, and then he ended up, you know, of course, rap artists have to have controversy. <laughs> and so he ended up doing um, a song that uh, apparently, uh, allegedly dissed Eminem Macklemore, Iggy Iggy, yeah, Iggy, <laughs> Isaiah and so whoever
0: forth. whoever decided to call her Igloo Australia Dude, is like one of my awesome. favorite people I love, I love awesome. that nickname, Igloo Australia so he did a verse on his one
1: song called Firing Squad where he's basically kind of dissing a lot of white artists and so forth and it goes like it says, history, history repeats itself, that's just how it goes. Same way these rappers always bite each other's flows. Same way my nigga Elvis did in rock and roll. Justin Timberlake, Eminem, and Macklemore. And then he says, while well, sitting niggas are yo, who go snatch the crown? Look around, my nigga, white people will snatch the sound. Then next year I'll probably go dapper down to the wars dapper down. Watch Iggy Azalea win a Grammy as I crack a smile.
0: He called her Iggy again. Yeah, (laughs) She's going to be Iggy. (laughs) Iggy Azalea. Which is so funny
1: because the song came out well before she was actually nominated for a Grammy. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: And so from that, apparently Trick Trick has um, apparently
0: a band. (laughs) I hate you, (laughs) Trick Trick. You listen to this, I hate you, dog. <laughs> like, I hate you. Like, I sure. know you'll probably kill me and all your goons, dog, but, it, like, I, I I would, like, I would at least get a punch in before you could shoot me, and I hate you.
1: He apparently banned, he apparently wanted to ban, uh, J. Cole from Detroit for those comments or whatever. Um, uh, I'm looking on the call, uh, so I guess Marv, Marv, is
0: it Marv 1 or Marv 1? I recognize that name. Yeah, he's a rapper from here.
1: Oh, he's a rapper. Oh, okay. yeah, he's a rapper. Oh, he's
0: a Twitter nigga. All right,
1: yeah, he's a he's a rapper. So he did a he did a post. I think on, I guess it's on Facebook. <laughs> he actually had music. Yeah, he has music. Yeah, <laughs> okay, he has music. so he did a post on Facebook about it. He was like, I think Cole, uh, I think J Cole would have would have more of a valid reasons to take a shot at M if M actually couldn't rap, but he can. So now it just seems like he just take for. Uh, okay, my bad. Of incorrect, but he can. So now, I just seems really can in my eyes. Now, if, Win and to show the difference in levels between him and Cole, and he won't, he's not going to be able to play the corner race card. So definitely posted. So then, Trick Trick said uh, he ain't popping. I'll lock the gate on that nigga. I guess saying the gate to Detroit. Right. He's gonna
0: build himself an ass weapon. That's a bit much I I, I I don't agree with J. Cole Because like Okay so I get I get his point But like The thing is Just because a rapper is white Don't mean he's jacking the culture Like You can just be a white rapper And you're not trying to be black Just like in the sense of like Okay look at it in the sense of like A black hockey player You're not going to look at a black hockey player And be like Why are you trying to be white? He's just a black player who he's a black guy playing hockey so like you look at somebody like Eminem and I've never I'm a I'm, I'm a fully aware of the fact that I'm an Eminem stand. but even being unbiased I can admit that I've never felt that Eminem was trying to be black no. so he just happened to be a white dude who's a rapper so like I don't I don't see how he could lump Eminem even Macklemore honestly because I don't I've never felt like Mclemore is trying to be black. Really, I just he's no. Black, I, don't, black, I don't even. I don't even think his post was about being black. I just think. Well, I looked at it as like he, they, he's saying that they they're they're jack of the culture. Like they're they're taking what he deems as ours. I think he is. Oh, she absolutely. I think is. she is. She is totally jack of the culture. That's why I said. Like I, I feel like I feel him on his point, but I only feel like it applies to her. I don't really feel like it applies to even Mclemore. I don't think it applies to him. I feel like he's just a, a white guy who raps. Like, I don't... I've never... I was offended by the fact that his music is whack, but I've never really been I'm offended totally, by about... I've never felt like I'm totally, was... I'm like, totally offended his,
1: his music is whack. Yeah, I'm but I've never,
0: I've never felt like Macklemore was a dude who was jacking the culture, but he's just a white dude who happens to rap. But, like, Iggy Azalea is totally different. Like, she's somebody who I feel like is just taking all the, well, we talked about it before but taking all the packaging of, of a rapper or, or being a black rapper and like I'm just going to wrap myself up in this but I'm still going to be white and so that way I can sell it to white people I can sell black culture to white people like that's how I feel about her, I feel like Eminem and Mclemore, and even, and same with Justin Timberlake honestly, I never feel like Justin Timberlake was like making black music, I feel like he's he just make a white dude who makes pop he he was, the, he just, and he makes good music he, he yeah. makes
1: good music and he just happened to be white Exactly. If he fit in whatever category, people
0: fit him in whatever. But yeah, I think yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. At know. least you can say the rap is kind of like a black people medium. But the music that Justin Timberlake makes, I don't think is like a black people medium. And I don't like know, they're trying to make a song that's like, uh, like soulful R and B or some shit. Like he's trying to be Kim. Like he <laughs> he makes pop music, man. He makes he just makes I wonder, Justin Timberlake just makes. It makes me
1: wonder how how people felt about. Uh, about I guess how black people felt about Elvis around the time when he was out and did you know did they feel that he was taking the shine of you know artists then of rock and roll artists because I mean I I, I don't know I don't know too much about that 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 era to be able to cast a you know some kind of statement like maybe he was you know like jacket like Chuck Berry or yeah, some shit like yeah.
0: that yeah I don't know I would, like we said we weren't around then but. So I can't really speak on Elvis, but I've never felt like Eminem or even, like I said, for me to go to bat for Macklemore, I really, you, I really don't feel your viewpoint if I'm going to bat for Macklemore because I, I, th- I don't like Macklemore at all, but, and it's only because I feel like Macklemore is like, I feel like his whole persona is contrived, like he just wants to like kiss ass, but his actual music, I don't feel like he's trying to kiss ass. I like his persona. He's trying to get Well him. I
1: felt that. I felt. I, I felt that way about Pitbull. <laughs> I, I felt mean, that he was just like you know. He just he he he. I think he he used the the rap industry to build his career, but now nah,
0: he don't give a a rap. He's not even doing rap. I don't know what the fuck. A flip a flip con, a flip point of that is uh flow Flowrider. because flow is a black dude who makes white music and like tries to sell. Uh, he tries to get like. White fans to be a fan of like a black guy, but he don't really make like he don't rap. He don't really make. I don't know what the fuck he does. He I does, don't know what he does. He, he
1: does he, some random sound that comes out as like pop, and then it just became popular
0: and shit. I, yeah, he's inexplicable. He's just like a dude who just makes like it's pop music, popular, like a, pop song. That's pop. Uh, the rhythm of just popular. It's supposed to be, but the way I look at it is like pop music is like. Just, I mean we're perfectly honest here I look at pop music as like I think we've been honest for a while we Yeah yeah, we have we mean, been It's yeah. like shit that white folks Like shit that white folks enjoy And like kind of like uh, Taylor Swift, yeah. Katy Perry, Britney Spears uh, You know shit like that Shit that they would make Like the shit that's like all Like there's nothing to it Like lyrically or sonically It's kind of just like Dude, son- Shit to make you like Dance in a club and get excited and whatever. Sidebar: We f- we finished the fifth before we even started the podcast. We need to find
1: more alcohol sponsors.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, we're
0: really supporting y'all. Like
1: yeah, we really supporting. It. We like, we just we drank we drank the whole fifth before we even started the podcast.
0: I'm sorry, that was just a random insight. I just thought to about to add that. But well, if Kesler representatives listen to this, they should know they should take note of that. We talk about y'all and we drink your shit religiously. And it's not like your shit it's not like you could hurt for uh promotion. Like like you be like, Oh, we don't need no extra promotion. No, no, I'm, y'all I'm, ain't really popping I'm So gonna be like, I'm gonna be like
1: cereal We go to the next podcast, we are like, Hey, <laughs> so this is what we need. We need we need you to do we need you to donate for the next podcast. <laughs> yes, right? <laughs> like, even if you donate a dollar, we need you to donate.
0: <laughs> we know y'all not really popping. Right. And we right. drink y'all religiously. Y'all can use our support and the people who listen to us support. Y'all should throw some loot our way. Not even loot. Throw some bottles our way, and we good. It right. don't cost you no money. You already made it anyway. Just give it to us, and yeah, I, I feel. We'll like, keep talking I, I, about I have, y'all. I haven't done the research that I need to do to get to get us some shit. So I'm gonna work on that. How did you even get on Kessler? Cause like I didn't find out about it until I think it was you put me on. It, it might have been Chris, but one of y'all put me on it. That was me,
1: because. We were the, Yeah, you were the Kessler local run away. The local bar that you know we go to
0: I had to go into a place like uh do y'all have Kessler? I don't know what it is, but you got it?
1: <laughs> yeah, because we were trying to find like Jameson is like probably the most popular whiskey for you know decent price. And you go to any bar, Jameson is usually probably about seven, eight bucks or something like that a shot. At the bar we go to by my house, it's it's only four bucks. Woo! Yeah, so, which is really dope. But then we was like, let's see, they have a cheaper one that, you know, was pretty decent. So, they had a cheaper one, which was a dollar less. It was three bucks a shot. So, we started drinking that. And it's like, let's find that. I'm like, it it didn't give the bar, it gave, like, the same, like, effect as far as drinking it. But it wasn't, you know, harsh. So, started finding that. And then, you know, started seeing that it was, like, cheap as fuck.
0: So, yeah. I figured but, Kessler could use our, our added our added group of listeners who, yeah. who might listen to this and be like, oh, they drink Kessler every week. Maybe I should cop that. Because I, I feel like Kessler can't be doing that damn good. Because like to put it in comparison, when we first started drinking Kessler, there's a gas station right by here where we could they go and we stock. can get a fifth of it. They had it stocked there. Yeah, they had it stocked and we can get a fifth of it. And nah. now they don't even sell the fifth no more because they said it just wasn't popular enough. It wasn't worth their money. To keep getting fifths. so now if I go there or if he go there, and we bu- we buy a keg for the podcast, we just get two pints. And when I went there today just now, they don't even have a spot for the fifth. Like initially, the spot for the fifth would be empty, and I would be like, "Y'all don't have fifths? So they're like, "Well, we just stopped stocking it. Like we don't even really mm-hmm. care no more." Now they don't even have a spot for it, so they don't have any intention. Of bringing in more fish. they just sell pints it almost like they so was just I selling. know you hurting Kessler so I'm like I feel,
1: I feel like they they had the spot for it then it was gone I feel like they were just selling selling whatever they stopped I think we I really think we bought all of the Kessler in the in the two mile
0: radius I think so too yeah of it so we had to push for that yeah I, I think, think Kessler so. kind of owes us so. like y'all might low key be out of business if it wasn't for us so I really think so y'all right. might y'all might owe us I don't think their business hinges on the two mile radius of uh above of this kid, place, right. but you
1: know, I, I, when I, when we can just say that when I did research it, uh, the whoever owns Kessler is a bunch of other liquors. They own a lot of other liquors and a lot of other whiskeys that are like you know higher like quality, I guess you could call it above that above Kessler, but
0: shit, whatever. So what are we talking about? <laughs> We got, mad, we got mad distracted. <laughs> uh, uh, J.
1: Cole? <laughs> um, yeah, so I think it, it was uh, Trick Trick trying to ban J. Cole. Yeah, fuck that nigga. So then... Um, I hate you, Trick Trick. So... I hate you, guys. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> uh, and other news, uh, and other lighter news, I guess. So I, I was
0: on Twitter yesterday. What uh, day did the whole Drake shit pop off? I want to say it was yesterday or the day before, but it was important enough that I had to ask my fiance, like, um... so, uh... have you fucked Drake? Because <laughs> like, apparently Drake is just like laying pipe everywhere, and I'm like, well, I, I, I think, didn't know that. I
1: think you have to ask people the same question: Have you fucked Drake? As as you have to ask it just as much as like, have you been raped by Bill Cosby? <laughs> because apparently. Every everywhere shit has been raped by Bill Cosby.
0: <laughs> yeah, even Playboy bunnies. I, mean, I feel like like I feel like any woman who is in the range of like fifty to sixty years old could come out and say that she was raped by Bill Cosby and give like that same story that everybody gave. The whole story of like it, it's funny because like when people argue against Bill Cosby, they say like. Well, how can you deny that he did this when 20 women have all said the same thing? But like I said earlier, the story is public. So anybody can say that story. So I could just tell my mom... My mom is like... I, don't, I think my mom's like 58, 59. I could tell my mom like... Okay, say that you were in L.A. and that Bill Cosby invited you out for a part... You know, say that he could help you out with your career. He slipped you some shit and then he fucked you. Like, and, you and it's the same story that all these other women have said. So like he you could just say that story and you were right by Bill Cosby. So, like, just, it's popular, so... I mean, but what's crazy is that it was, like, you know, it came out it
1: was, like, five or something. so women. I it was, like, ten. Then it was, like, fifteen. Now, I I, I I, kid you not, it gotta be up to, like, fucking twenty-five or thirty-two. It's, like, twi- it's at least twenty. <laughs> now, did you see the, uh, uh the Third Rock, uh, yeah the 30,
0: rock, uh, yeah, 30 rock Yeah yeah I saw that shit And that was like in <laughs> 09
1: and shit So it's like everybody knew this shit but us and shit Cause I didn't know this shit
0: I did at the time like I, I knew about it back then But it was like very 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 low key So it was kind of like It was so low key that people kind of wrote it off Like eh maybe And then Hannibal Burris brought it back up And then it was kind of like people so started listening
1: How did the Hannibal uh Show go
0: Actually brought it up Cause I don't even, I don't even recall that show it was very recent. It was maybe, let's say, a month ago. Okay. And he did. He was doing a show, and he was talking about how Bill Cosby has been, has been really condescending toward young black people and the shit that they do. Mm-hmm. And he's been very judgmental. And basically, Hannah Burris was like, you can't be judgmental. You've been raping bitches for all this time. And then he said something like, look it up. Like He made it sound like it, this, he was presenting it as, as news. Mm-hmm. So he's like, look it up. Google Bill Cosby rape and see how many results you get. And then that brought it back to light, so people started looking into it. And I, I knew about it back then because people—I—I I, I remember that when that shit popped off. But people wrote it off. I mean, fuck, it's Bill Cosby. It's like somebody saying that they got raped by fucking uh, old boy from Full House, fucking Bob Saget. Like, but yeah, Bob Saget been raping bitches left and right. Like, people <laughs> gonna be like, yeah, whatever. And people wrote it off. So I remember—I remember when it initially broke, but nobody took it really seriously because it's Bill Cosby. But for some reason, when he said it. Maham Rivers said it. Everybody looked into it and got God, mad. Yeah,
1: like, I,
0: I, it just happened so fast. Like, damn, I'm surprised it took off. Because when he said it, I was like, I just like looked. I just laughed at the joke because I'm like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, people was accusing Bill Cosby, but apparently that was news to a lot of people. And they looked it up, and then the fact that women came out of the woodworks after the fact was. Unexpected. That nobody really saw that coming. So when women, women, when when women came out of the woodworks about it, that was a whole lot of W words. So yeah, women, kind of women, yeah, women, women came out of the women, 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 Yeah, but when women when women came out of woodworks about it, <laughs> it, is, it is hard. Right. Yeah, it just kind of took off. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But uh. Apparently, he's a rapist now. But yeah, but it seems like it just
1: keep, it's, it's like a woman a week, dog, just it comes out. It's like, now nah, I heard something about him raping, like, fucking Playboy Bunnies or some shit. And that's going to be real hard. I mean, obviously, I it, you know, they, he can't be charged by any of this shit now. But it's just so many women now just coming out that I'm like, damn, how did you rape
0: all these people? How do you rape all these women? And you think about it, if if say twenty twenty five women have come out about it over the course of the past few weeks, that's just the ones that have come out. There's probably if if twenty women that's twenty is a lot. That's a like lot. that's a lot. That's like historic historically a lot. Like you you are like at the top of the rape food chain. If you got twenty it's accusations, right, it's not even like, and 20. that's probably not even everybody who done it. Like he might have been raping bitches like. Just regularly, dog It could be If 20 have come out He might have raped, like 50 women, dog Like, he might have just been doing this shit This could be a, Like, let's say this shit is completely fat And that was his move Like Come to my crib I'm gonna give you a shot At being on my show I'll give you a shot at You know, I'll give you an audition To get your own gig, whatever And I'm gonna slip you this pit You know, slip him a pill They pass out He fuck him. Like that might have been his routine. He might have been doing that shit every week for twenty years, dog. I mean, this could be dozens, hundreds of women that might have actually. He's like, he's like, the, he's like the new Wilk. I guess you gotta think of
1: all the of all the chicks he allegedly great. He probably had like sex with like a, a bunch of other chicks that just was cool with it. So he was like, probably like he had his numbers was like way over Wilk then or some shit at this point in life because it had to be bitches that he was like you know it's cool we fucking and then we fucking that's cool but yeah. the chick that he didn't but it's yeah it's just it's a bad precedent uh,
0: I also point. wonder how many of these were actually consensual that they say that they can, they can make it sound like a rape deal because like cause some of the stories they're kind of like okay some of them leave out the uh, the drug component so they're kind of like Bill Cosby told me to come to his his uh dressing room or whatever or his house, he told me you know he'd give me auditions or whatever, and then he made me jerk him off, and then like then he paid you at the the one person who was like that he wrote checks, you know the uh to the women yeah. So I'm like to me that actually sounds like uh prostitution, like basically they were like they came through, they fucked them or whatever they did whatever and then they got paid for it and they dipped off. And now that the accusations are coming out, they're like, oh yeah, he did that to me. He he you know, he made me come through, he made me jerk him off, or he made me give him head, and then he paid me off. I'm like, now it's it, the, the line has gotten kind of blurred. It's like, okay, did he rape you or did he actually just pay you to fuck him? Because now he, we're talking something totally different. Like you might have actually done it willingly for money, and now you're saying that you got raped because everybody else is saying they got raped. Right. And it's like now it's like it's pop- that's I think that's why the number has gotten so high because it's like women who are saying that they got raped and then there's women who who fucked them and got paid for it and are just saying like oh yeah he uh he made me jerk him off like or he made me give him head like
1: it was like bad sex or some shit yeah I'm like,
0: yeah. like it's so, it's so many variables that can come into that when there's absolutely no proof and you're talking about 20-30 years ago and shit that Bill Cosby shit is crazy man. It's, it's, it's out of control and like in general when there's smoke there's fire more than likely he did some shit like he, he did something wrong at some point a lot of the argument, I mean we discussed before a lot of the arguments to me are kind of like they're bad arguments because I, I think the argument of like 20 women have said the same thing is an incredibly poor argument just because of the fact that the, the details are public so any woman can can give the same details because the details are public. But when there's he, smoke, there's fire. He probably did something, man. But he just don't look like... Even when like, the pictures that... Did you see the pictures that Janice, Dick, Janice Dickinson put out? No, I didn't see her pictures. It was just pictures that she put out of him sitting around. Like she gave a story and then pictures came out later that kind of corroborated her story where he was sitting around on the road with like nothing on underneath it. And it's like his dick was hanging out. But you could tell that he didn't have nothing on underneath it. Right. And he was wearing the same robe that she said he was wearing. And then she put the pictures out. So it kind of corroborated her story. So, yeah, he might... It's, it's crazy because he don't even look like a dude who would be like...
1: That you person. think a rapist,
0: you, you, you kind of get a certain picture in your head. And it's definitely not Bill Cosby. He don't look like a dude who would be like giving giving women drugs like and like then raping them when they look, pass out like, like yeah it's like he don't look like that type of dude but that's how I mean that's how you kind of get over though like I mean if you if you look like a wholesome dude and you got that reputation he was probably thinking like I got the reputation of being Cliff Huxtable. I look you know fucking lame as fuck ain't nobody gonna think I did that shit I can get away with it mm, terrible and ultimately he might so, uh, yeah. So, these uh... Well, we diverted, though, because we
1: were initially talking about Jay Cole. <laughs> yeah, I know. We, we, we diverted horribly. But uh, we're going to take a small break because the uh, fucking bathroom break is killing me. Uh, he pissed right before we started recording. So terrible. <laughs> and I'm going to go right again and then we'll come back.
0: Yep. Yep. Peace. And we're back. Indeed. So, I've realized that I think, like, you know how like a dog can like sense the same spots that they pissed in before and they kind of like gravitate to that same spot? Go the same I go to the day. exact same spot every time. I'm surprised like, there's not like a circular area in your backyard where grass don't <laughs> grow no more. It <laughs> like pissed away all the fucking like, <laughs>
1: <That's hilarious. laughs>
0: roots and all that shit. But yeah, the, the point I want to make about the J. Cole shit, man, like... I don't look at all white rappers like I feel like the fact that he listed all these white artists as like kind of like culture vultures. I don't I don't I didn't like that because like Eminem said himself that like he took white music. I mean he took black music and and made it white. Like he likened himself to Elvis and shit like that. But like at the same time, that's not how I look at it. I look at it as like. He's a, he's a white person who makes music that is primarily for black people but I never looked at it as like he's a white dude trying to be black or trying to make black music he's a, like a white dude who does black shit like I said about the same thing with hockey players like you're not going to look at a black guy playing hockey and feel like he's trying to jack white people's shit Right. but like I've always felt that way about Iggy Azalea like I feel like she she's somebody who's trying to who's actually trying to appeal to black people as a white person She's entered into rap to get the black crowd. So, like, I, I, I feel her. I feel him in a sense of regarding to her, but like, I don't, I don't really apply that to Eminem, Macklemore, or Justin Timberlake. I feel like they just they are just white people who make music in whatever genre that they make it. So, I don't think it's fair to lump all of them together. Yeah, I, I, I get that. I get that. And when I came to Eminem's defense, well, I didn't come to his defense, but I basically said, like, J. Cody's, like, keep Eminem out of his mouth. Uh, my boy Steve was kind of like, I was just being a stan about it. And to a degree, I was, but it's not it's not really about me being an Eminem fan, because even in that in that sense, I still, I will even come to Macklemore's defense in that sense. I never felt like Macklemore was doing that. I just felt like he's a white dude who raps. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like J. Cole was kind of pushing it with that. But at the same time, Trick Trick is a bitch. So he's going to say some dumb, sh- dumb nigga shit. Like, he's he's like the fucking intercontinental champion of nigga shit. So he's just going to say some something some stupid, man. So you can't, and you can't even really ban J. Cole. Because J. Cole is respected as an artist. Like, if you say we're going to put a fucking... What, what's the shit called? The... What's this shit called? The thing where people can't come here. Or oh, no Fire zone. Yeah, no Fire zone. You can put that on somebody like Rick Ross, because Rick Ross is like, Rick Ross is just a, a rapper who makes like shit that you play in your car. Nobody is really like a big Rick Ross fan, like where they will champion for Rick Ross. But like hip hop heads love J Cole, because J Cole is a hip hop artist. Trick Trick is a nigga who raps. People will come to Jake Cole's defense before they will come to Trick Tricks' defense. Detroit people will, they might take Trick Tricks' side over somebody like Rick Ross. They're not going to, actual hip-hop heads are not going to take Trick Tricks, I hope they won't, at least here, I hope they won't take Trick Tricks' side over Jake Cole. Just because Trick Trick is from here, because Trick Trick's a garbage ass nigga, like he's a piece of shit. So
1: I was just, I was just shocked that they just, you know, I mean, I get, you know, I, I know we all reverend, you know, Eminem,
0: but I was just shocked to see that it was like so strong that they really just reverend that hard. Yeah, it, to me, it wasn't noteworthy. It's not something. It's not worth talking about. It's not a big deal. What is a big deal is getting Trick Trick's voice silenced. He needs to be quiet. Like, whatever we can do to get Trick Trick to shut the fuck up, we can do that. That's a bigger deal to me than whatever J. Cole says. Yeah, and he pops up in, like, the most random-ass times and shit. Totally fucking random. He pops off at any time that he knows that he will get some notoriety. Because if, cause if J. Cole mentions Eminem, that's going to get some kind of... That's going to get some public attention. Right. So Trick Trick will see that and be like, well, I need to get myself involved in this. And it's not anything about actually what's going on about, or, or about doing what's right or doing what's good. It's about getting getting his foot in the door of, of publicity. So he's like, well, I'm a nobody-ass nigga, but if J. Cole's talking about Eminem, since Eminem is Detroit, I can step to Eminem's defense and I can get myself into that picture of uh, the national notoriety. But he fails to remember that he's a piece of shit, so nobody gives a fuck what he has to say. So he forgot about that, but he like an old ass. He calls himself Uncle Trick Trick. He an old ass, uncle ass nigga that nobody gives a fuck what he got to say. Like he keeps forgetting that. Like only people who care about what he has to say is like Detroit heads who, who recognize that he's like a big deal here, but like they don't actually recognize that in actuality he ain't shit. Like he's he's nothing. Like he 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 holds some weight here. As a, in the sense of like what he can control with the no fly zone and all that shit, but in actual hip hop, he's meaningless. He's nothing. He's nobody. Like he he will never affect J Cole in any kind of way. That's like me trying to affect J Cole. It's it's no comparison. He could put his little no fly zone out and it won't matter a goddamn bit to J Cole. And Trick Trick will never be more famous off of it. Look at the Detroit versus Everybody song. On the shady shit, it says like the Detroit vs. Everybody track list of the artists. It says like uh, Eminem, Royce, Big Sean, Dej Loaf, Trick Trick. Dej Loaf sings the hook and Trick Trick just talks ad libs on it. He couldn't even get a verse on it because he's meaningless. Yeah, why? I don't understand. Why didn't he have a rap verse on it? Because he's meaningless. He's nothing. Nobody's going to listen enough. Nobody's taking for a Trick Trick verse. Who cares? Nobody's like, oh shit, Trick Trick is on this? Let me listen. Who gives a fuck? He's nothing. He's trash. Yeah. He's an old ass nigga who's trying to have, take his like street influence to the rap game. His street influence is relevant. His rap influence is irrelevant. He's nothing. Yeah. They just wanted to put as many Detroit names in that track listen as they could. And they, that nigga couldn't get a single goddamn bar on that song because he's garbage. Fuck you, Trick Trick. So what
1: would happen if
0: you were I'm confident
1: a rapper, that Trick doesn't listen to this podcast, <laughs> obviously.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I thought there was any chance of Trick Trick listening to this shit. <laughs> I wouldn't have said none of that. <laughs> so what if you
1: were a rapper singer? You had a girl, went to jail for like four months, And you found out but that the rapper singer that you was kind of somewhat beefed out with was fucking your girl.
0: Man, first thing I would do is cut that girl off, Because I mean, these hoes ain't loyal, obviously. These, <laughs> they played so much. Shit. <laughs> yeah. These hoes ain't loyal, obviously. So that'd be the first thing I'd do. I probably wouldn't even step to the dude, because I mean, like shit, if you if you locked up and your girl is fucking anybody, I mean, whoever, can you really? F- Fault the dudes that she fucked. Like you gotta fault. That's that all falls on her. Nah, your beef
1: with her. Your 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 beef is never with the person who, I guess, cheated with your person. Unless Unless that's your boy. Yeah, and then what? It's
0: not though. It's like if it's your boy, you he he holds some he holds some modicum of of fault because he should know not to fuck your girl. But like she's still at fault too. But at least he holds some form of guilt in that because he should know not to fuck your girl. But if it's a random nigga, or if it's a dude you beat out with, I mean, you could hold a grudge against him just for doing it. But like in actuality, a hundred percent of that no. fault falls on your girl. My opinion. Yeah. Although no, I, I I agree I agree. Um, you folded your arms and leaned forward like you was about to be like, yeah, I don't know. Actually, I was, I was, <laughs> no, I, I didn't
1: have no actually. I was just like, yeah, you're right, yeah. I was like, uh, Ray J, like, yeah, you're right. I just, just it's like, <laughs> you know what? you know what, You're right. right. <laughs> yeah, Puffy, you're right. <laughs> yeah, Puffy, you're right. You know, yeah. I just, the thing is, it's, I mean, as a, as a, any kind of artist, I just imagine, it's so many women out there. Yeah. Like, what happens when y'all, like, why would you start, like, going through the same chicks, though? It's like, Tons of chicks,
0: tons of women, everywhere. Cause they petty, man. Like Drake, man. Drake is so fucking petty, dog. Like anytime Drake get into a beef with a nigga, he start like liking they liking the liking his girl pictures on Instagram and shit, dog. It's like it's the most light skinned shit. Like they hold, the whole Drake Chris Brown shit is the most light skinned beef ever, dog. And as a light skinned man, I'm still disappointed. Like, that's some shit I would do when I was, like, 18, dawg. Like, Chris Brown's post, okay, so for y'all that don't know, apparently, um, Chris Brown posted on Instagram this long little post about, basically, his girl Karuchi or whatever, fuck, fuck Drake. And, like, he, he publicly posted that. Like, you know, I was down for you and you was going on dates with, you was going on dates with Drake. And I was having threesomes against my will. Like, that's how he made it sound. Like, I was having... I I even... He he said, like, I even agreed to... The way he put it, he was like, I even agreed to do threesomes. Like, he made it sound like he did it against his will. Like, like like you you even dragged me into threesomes. Like, and you still going to turn around and fuck Drake? And, like, he put his shit mad public, dog. And I'm like... Like, why would you get hurt by a girl and then make it, like, so public like that and have, like, an openly public beef with Drake? Like, man, just keep that shit to yourself or, or beef with them privately. Like, that's such a light-skinned thing, man, to hop up on social media and tell everybody how how bad your feelings was hurt. Right. I'm like, as a light-skinned man, I'm disappointed. Like, that's like, even for a light-skinned man like me, that's extra light-skinned. Like, you were stereotypical light-skinned for that shit. But still, Drake is just slaying dick everywhere, so he really ain't shit, apparently. Man, I took this girl out. Yeah, I had to ask. Like I said, my girl from Canada, Drake from Canada. Like Canada's a big ass country, but there's not a lot of people in it. So I guess uh, they might have crossed paths. I had to ask. Like, uh, so um, you like, met Drake? Like, you met Drake, right? <laughs> have you, have you, yeah. have you met Drake? Just, just to be sure, because I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, the probability is fairly, fairly high, despite the fact that he's famous and you're not, like. Not all the people in Canada. You might have fucked them. Like, Man. apparently he's slanging dick everywhere. So, I mean, you can tell me. I mean, as long, I mean, we weren't together. So, I mean, if you fucked Drake in the past. You can let me know. Yeah, you fuck around, your punts, nigga, <laughs> fuck around and get punched, nigga. Drake can fuck around and get punched for something that he ain't in the wrong for. Terrible. You fucked my fiance when we weren't together, but I still gotta whoop your ass. You understand that, right? Oh, ah, yeah. yep. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, well, Drake is slanging Dick, and Chris Brown is mad about it. And i enjoying the aftermath. Right, it makes me a good topic. So,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. So um, while we talking about Detroit shit, I've really been feeling kind of like bad about slandering. Uh, Dage Loaf but man Dage Loaf trash dog like why is she so popular like I do not understand it I have no I have not I have yet to see a single tweet post or article about how dope Dage Loaf is they're all articles about hey this Detroit person has come from out of nowhere and is like now kind of popular and then I listen to her songs and I'm like she's popular because why Mm-hmm. I I don't I, I I don't get it. I why? Do you have any idea? Like you just, you are you about to fall asleep? Why? Well, <laughs> well, I'm just thinking like I
1: I, I I don't know. I don't I don't I don't get the popularity. I mean I think someone was telling me about you know it's cool that you know you can have a chick that that can actually rap that doesn't have to take off her clothes. And, but she you know, can't
0: rap. Like, <laughs> I mean, a person that can recite rhymes. Yeah, a person can speak in uh, rhythm. I guess maybe. But
1: she's doing enough that she's. I mean, she she's gained so much fucking popularity.
0: Yeah, I feel bad about like because I'm like, well, it's good that she's she's a woman and she's from Detroit and she's popular. So it's like that should be good for for us, you know, for for the city. But I, I don't. It's hard for me to get behind somebody who's, like, just not talented. Yeah,
1: I don't don't get it. I mean, but she's, like, doing shows. She's opening for uh, Eric Ralu here in a couple of weeks.
0: What the fuck? At the Fox. What the fuck? At the Fox, dude. More than... When Barack Obama became president, people were, like, telling their kids, like... This is proof that you can do anything with your life. You can be black and you can be president. And this is proof, man. You you can do something with your life. And now I feel like Day's Loaf is like proof that you can be garbage and still do something. <laughs> like I don't get it, though. <laughs> what can you say? Like, Day's Loaf is proof that you can, like, not be talented at all and you can still pop off. Like... <laughs> Like it's not really something you want to preach to your kids. Nope. I don't know, man. I I don't. I I just don't know. I, I don't know the appeal. I hope, maybe somebody can educate me. Maybe y'all can hit me with some links to links to some hot days, low bars, and be like, yeah. See, she she can spit, man. This is she. She got them bars, man. But for some reason, I have a feeling that these bars don't exist. I don't know.
1: I don't think they exist at all. I
0: don't think you do either. I'm just shocked to see if you even got to open it for Erica Badu, like... Right. Like, if you open it for local niggas, fine. But Erica Badu is respected as an artist, like... Like, she's on the flyer for the for the concert and shit. Like,
1: damn. I almost want to go just to see, like... I mean, I like... I, I, man, I've enjoyed every Eric, every Erica Badu show I've ever seen.
0: But now I just kind of go and see, like, what are you going to do there? Yeah, like... But like it might be misleading, just like how Day's Loaf is under Detroit versus Everybody song, she just do the hooks, she don't rap on it. Maybe she opens for Erica Badu, and literally she just opens. Like, do what? Hey everybody, what song? this is Erica Badu, <laughs> and, that's the, and that's the end of Day's Loaf's contribution. Is like literally a shoot, opening like a host or some shit? Yeah, like a host. Like she's literally opening for Erica Badu. Man. Hey everybody, here's Erica Badu. Bye. <laughs> that could be it. Who knows? Yeah, I almost wanna go there. I I kinda do, yeah, I kinda do. But it's at the Fox, so I feel like it's gonna be pricier. It's gonna be it's gonna cost more than it's worth. Foxes man, anytime a show is at the fox, you're gonna have to pay a little bit. So, yeah, it's not worth it, but nah, we'll hear about it. Do you know when it is? Uh no, I just know it's like late December and shit. I feel like we're having a lot of dead sound, like (laughs) Like we're kind like, of yeah, we're kind of dragging this out. So let's change topics because we're we're not. I don't think either of us are really feeling the uh day's loaf and uh, uh whoever the fuck we were talking about before. That's irrelevant. <laughs> no trick, trick. Yes, yeah. What were we thinking? Thinking that we could actually get some airtime on talking about day's loaf and trick, trick. And it did not work out at all. It didn't. I feel like we kind of. Swung and missed on that. That's cool. Yeah, and we talked. Oh, uh, oh no, but why we still kind of on the same subject, This time we, can get, I think we can actually get some kind of topic on. And I feel like we wouldn't have time to touch on it, but it's kind of the same vein of what we're talking about. But um, we have a mutual fit fe- a mutual friend, who said that he thinks that Royce the Five Nine is better than Eminem. And I know that's something that everybody, especially Detroit people, have a say on. And um, I don't agree. I, I mean, I'm a big, I'm a big Royce fan, man. Royce is dope as fuck. Like, and that Prime album with Royce and Royce and Primo is, that's a great fucking album, man. But it's kind of like, okay, in what respect is Royce better than Eminem? Like, if you talk it. about lyrically, he's not there. But if he's talking about like making better songs or making better albums, maybe we can have that discussion.
1: I mean, I think he's close to any other Detroit artist have has ever been to, like, an imminent level, but I don't think he's... No. By no means. Yeah,
0: just not lyrically. And and that's not to take anything away from Royce, man. Royce is so fucking cold, man. There's so many bars on that fucking album that it's just like, man, this shit is dope as fuck. But M can give you bars that are just as good better but like Eminem has a problem with making like uh, a really well put together song like you might have a really really bad hook or you might have a mediocre ass beat with like dope lyrics like he can't it seems like lately he doesn't really he doesn't even really put together songs he puts together like crazy lyrical shit that he just spits like really really fast over whatever the fuck the beat might be <laughs> I think he's gotten to the point where he doesn't care. He's just like fuck it. He's just gonna rap whatever um, fuck want to rap though. Mhm. Yeah, he just spits and he, and whatever he spits is cold. But like it seems like he don't take any kind of consideration to the beat. He don't. He might not even necessarily talk about anything. But like, he has songs where he talk about stuff. But like he doesn't put together a song. He puts together some shit that he just raps like amazingly on. But it might not actually have any really good beat, it might not have a really good hook. It's just him spitting something crazy over a beat, but not necessarily a good one. I mean I think he's at the point where you know he doesn't have to rap anymore
1: for anything, so whatever he comes out of, you know what I'm saying, hibernation, he just does
0: random shit. Like the cipher and shit. Every it seemed like to me every song that he drops is like a cipher rap over some sort of beat it's not necessarily over it it never feels like a song it feels like him rapping as fast as he can and fitting as many metaphors and crazy punchlines and double entendres as he can into as little bit of a space as he can so, it, so the actual rap can be mind boggling but like everything else outside of the lyrics is just whatever like that was so like 10,
1: 12 years ago like that's what he was doing then like I don't know what he has to do to like solidify himself and just you know go further. I don't know if it's a further for him though. I I think think. he's like peaked out.
0: Yeah probably. And now it's like Otis is eating his hands by the way like the, the conversation rails. is me talking while Otis eats his hands
1: <laughs> a horrible having to bite fucking nails terrible
0: which has in our 29th episode this is the first time that he has eaten his hands during the episode <laughs> so I, I wouldn't consider it a, a terrible habit like, for it to be a terrible habit is something you gotta do regularly but for some reason right now his, he must have like chicken residue on his fingernails cause <laughs> like <laughs> his fingernails taste like chicken and Tesla. I don't know because
1: we had like you know uh Forget it for it, so I oh, don't know, but I know I have a snack in here, so That's awesome. That might be it. So, what's uh,
0: what's our next topic? You snacking on his fingernails like it's just crinkles, right? Um, so I guess we can get into the serious shit, man. We can talk about. We have a lot to talk about as far as the um the protests that have resulted from the Eric Garner lack of indictment for uh the officers who killed them. <laughs> so there's been, as y'all know, the the death was ruled a homicide by the coroner. It went to a grand jury. They didn't indict. So the people who killed them are going free. And as y'all have probably noticed, everybody's pissed off about it. There's a lot of rallies and protests and marches and anger and justifiably so. Like we are considerably feeling shortchanged by the justice system. The parts I don't understand
1: what Eric Gardner is like. One, is on video. It's been ruled a homicide by coroners, but yet Chokeholds have been banned in New York for years, so they was able to do a chokehold. They was able to kill this guy on camera, and yet a grand jury these I, I, it was, they they couldn't decide that it was that. Which made me understand like what what evidence do they see? Do they not see the videos? Do they not understand like? I'm
0: am really confused with that shit, dog. I just don't get it. I think it would help to to calm the protest down possibly if Bill if, if the public were given a reason for why these these people were indicted. Cuz if you look at the Darren Wilson shit, it was just like, okay, we're not going to indict Darren Wilson. And then everybody got mad, and that was it. There was never a thing where it was like, okay, this is why we decided to not indict Darren Wilson. This is what we, this is the evidence, this is what happened, and this is what we think. And like the, we, we, well, we kind of got that, but nobody really believes it because of the fact that there's so much conflicting testimony against it, and the fact that, for me, my biggest hang up is the fact that it was so much after the fact. Like, I feel like if Darren Wilson had this story, why didn't he come out with his story right away? Why was it like a month before the Darren Wilson version of events came out? So to me, it feels like it was constructed and contrived to help him get off. And there's all these kind of people who say that the grand jury was manipulated and that he was never. The goal was never to indict him. The goal was to make sure that he didn't get indicted. So they presented whatever evidence they could that would make it so that he wouldn't get indicted, as opposed to presenting everything so that the people saying the grand jury was manipulated and with Eric Garner, we got the video, so it's like, okay, so how was he, how was his officer not indicted? And there's never been any explanation for that. Nobody said, like, well, we didn't indict him because ABC XYZ. It was just like, well, he's not indicted. That's the end of it. So, yeah.
1: I guess I don't understand the indictment process. Like, why, why does it have to go to that? I don't know if the indictment process is just a cop thing. Well, like, why does it have to? Why can't they go to just trial, period? Like, why does it have to go to an indictment
0: process? Now, I don't know the law, so I don't understand. Yeah, I'm kind of confused about that, too, because I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's my lack of attentive, attentiveness, but I feel like this whole thing of, like, okay, are we going to indict the person first and then go to trial is something that just popped up recently. Like I feel like generally, these kind of things, you get charged, you go to trial, and that's it. They just go to trial. I yeah, mean. and like the Missouri uh, governor was like, this is how things work all the time. But maybe it's just because it was more public now. But I don't know. I've, I've never heard of this process before. So maybe, maybe this it is how it's always been, but it hasn't been public. Or is this not how it's always been? Is this something that's kind of <clears throat> new? I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't understand it I just don't understand
1: like because it seems like it's lesser I don't know like if you have a civil trial for something like it, this is the because of OJ OJ was innocent badges swear court but with a civil trial there was less evidence that had to be proved I always almost feel like grand juries are like lesser than a civil charge. Like, there's lesser evidence that has to be proven for that. And so, when you have an Eric Garner case, you clearly see that this guy's being choked out. And you have, like, eight cops around. And no one stops it. And he just gets choked out. He said he couldn't he said he breathe 11 times. I think it was 11. He had his hands out. I mean, it's on video. So, now it's like, you know... They want to okay body cameras, but we already saw what cameras can t- can do. Now the crazy part is that the guy who actually videotaped
0: mm-hmm.
1: Aaron Gardner he was indicted, right, on whatever charges he had going. So, how do you indict a guy who had nothing to do with it or whatever charges he had? What was your basis on that? And you can't indict cops who on, broke camera, on the camera choked the guy and was deemed by coroner a homicide. They deemed that by two
0: different medical examiners that that was a homicide. That's why I'm wondering, like, why haven't they released why, how they came to that decision? That's what I'm curious about. Like, have they said, like, this is why we're not going to indict this officer? Or was it just a thing like, we're not going to do it. That's the end of it. I don't get it. No. Yeah.
1: I just, I don't, I don't know, man. I just, I don't, I mean, I really don't know. I don't understand the process. Like, we, we, the, the world has clearly seen Eric Garner get choked out. And there is no explanation as to why they're not charged. Right.
0: The... The interesting thing about it is, okay, so the the Air Garner thing triggered, well, the Air Garner thing combined with the Mike Brown thing triggered the whole Black Lives Matter thing. So we're all out here protesting it with our Black Lives Matter thing, and then you get these people, and it's not just white people, it's black people too, who are saying like all lives matter. White people don't. are doing shit. It's black people too, dude. Like, did you see? Really? The, yeah, do you see the thing I posted earlier today where Bob did it? No. Bob, this uh, whack ass wannabe Andre 2000 rapper, he uh, tweeted "All Lives Matter" earlier today, and to me, I feel like that was indicative of the um, the lack of understanding of the Black Lives Matter hashtag because when he says "All Lives Matter." As opposed to black lives matter. That's his way of saying. It's not just about black people. It's about everybody. All lives matter. But that also implies that the black lives matter hashtag. It's is saying that other lives don't matter. Because like, you don't need to add that all lives matter. The idea is. With us saying that black lives matter. The point is that. People need to be. Re- apparently they need to be reminded or told that black lives matter. Because mm-hmm. apparently they don't. To most people. So. You don't need to say, when you say all lives matter, that implies that the black lives matter hashtag is saying that only black lives matter and that we need to be reminded that it's not just black lives, that it's all lives. When the point isn't that, the point is that we, we need to tell people or remind people that black lives matter because apparently they don't realize that. So when you get these people who are diverting from the message, it's, it's fucking up the whole movement. And like... What is coming from black people where it makes it hurt even more because we need to right now we're in a we're in a transitional period where we're not we've moved past that point where in my opinion where we need to have peaceful protests and we need to say hey you know this isn't right this you know we deserve these rights we've been doing that forever and we're not getting these rights we're still getting killed I mean, nobody cares people aren't getting indicted people are dying without due cause and no one gives a shit so Black Lives Matter is, the, is our way of saying we deserve the same rights and the same opportunities that everybody else deserves and we don't need to be treated like second class citizens and we're sick of this shit so when you got black people undermining that idea it fucks up the whole movement and he's fucking it up people like B.O.B., and other Whoever else adopts the all lives matter thing They're fucking up the movement Because we all know that all lives matter But white lives aren't being treated like White lives aren't being treated like they don't matter It's the black lives that are being treated like they don't matter So the hashtag is to say Respect us too Not other people don't matter It's just us So we need to remind y'all that that we matter like, or, or that we need to uh, That y'all need to point out that other people matter too it's to point out that we matter because, apparently, to the to the large root, we don't matter. So he's mean, fucking up the movement. It's pissing me off because he don't understand. And a rapper like B.O.B., he's got a large platform. He's got a lot of followers. He's a rapper. And he's fucking it up by talking. And, like, he's fucking it up, fuck up by talking. <laughs> up by talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's the problem, man. And that's what I've been saying since the advent of social media is that it gives dumb people a fucking soapbox... And that's what fucks it up. Because if you are a dumb person, like B.O.B. apparently is, and you got people who listen to you, you got however many million followers he has, and these people listen to you, you can't be out here saying dumb shit. And he's fucking up the movement, and he's fucking it up to however many million followers he has. And people like him, you just shut the fuck up and go in their fucking bedroom and jerk off of whatever the fuck he does. He needs to do something that's less relevant. Like, make music, because his music is trash. So he needs to make his music and stop tweeting, because he's fucking up everything.
1: I didn't know he even said that. No,
0: I just he couldn't. tweeted it, like, earlier today. Are we sure? Yeah, it was, like, a couple hours before I came over here. And he, his his mentions are disastrous. Absolutely disastrous. And rightfully so. Because he's he feels like he's making some kind of, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: insightful you know, unity-ass point, but he doesn't realize he's fucking up the movement because he doesn't actually understand what's going on. Yeah, I, did, I didn't even know
1: he even made that point. He's an asshole. And I further...
0: It's like he, he does stupid shit. He's just ignorant. He just doesn't understand. You might not be dumb, but he just doesn't understand. He thinks that he's being... Uh, he thinks he's being deep and insightful and, you know... Uh, like Lupe Fiasco, you know, trying to be, you know, uh, deep and shit like that. He thinks, like, you know, if I say all lives matter, that makes me sound deep and it makes me sound insightful and shit. But he, it, the problem is that he's too ignorant to understand that it's not about uh, making sure that all lives matter. Because we know that all lives matter. But the problem is that the Black Lives Matter is about letting people know that black people should be. Respected in the same degree as everybody else, which apparently we are not. So he, with him saying all lives matter, he's underline he's undermining the idea because he's making it sound like Black Lives Matter means that we're saying that only Black lives matter. So he's like, no, it's not just Black lives; it's all lives. We all need to respect each other, and that's not what it's about. We already know we, we're telling other people that all lives matter. Right. Black Lives Matter is about telling everybody else that all lives matter. Like, including Black Lives. So the idea isn't... Black Lives Matter isn't exclusionary. Like, it's just us. It's saying, like, no. You need to include us in All Lives Matter. So he's got it fucked up. And he's fucking up the whole message because he's a dumb nigga who don't know what he's talking about. Ain't trying to be deep. Because that's his whole gimmick as a rapper. Is being insightful and being deep. But he's stupid. So he don't know what the fuck he's talking about. He's fucking everything up. And so, like... That's the problem with social media is that, like, when when people have, like, a say, and they have a soapbox, and they have people who follow them, they think in their head, because they got yes men, that they're telling them, like, oh, you right, B.O.B., I'm a fan of yours, and you right. So, he's he's getting gassed up and thinking that he's right when he's really a fucking idiot, so now yeah, he's being man. a fucking idiot publicly. I didn't even know that nigga did that shit. Now I'm, like, so pissed at out shit. You should be, because he's a fucking retard. And the the interesting thing about it man is like I spent a lot of my life as a mixed person having both black and white parents trying to tell people like it's not about um it's not about race it's about uh all of us trying to work together and trying to you know be peaceful and try to get along and all that shit and as I've gotten older and this shit has deteriorated like I've realized like that's like sunshine and lollipops type shit that's not really how it is and, like, I've kind of moved from, like, the the peaceful, you know, let's have sit-ins and let's peacefully march and, you know, try to, like, kind of, like, knock on the door of rights. And that's not really what we need to do. We don't need to be knocking on the door, like, on the door of human rights. Like, hey, human rights, can you let us in? It's more like we need to kick the fucking door in and say we deserve these rights fuck you, we don't get these rights, we're about to fuck y'all up because at this point that's the only way we're going to be heard as long as we're walking around being peaceful and shit we're just going to continue to be ignored like we've been for the past 50 years we feel like we've gotten somewhere and we haven't like they they just making us feel like we got somewhere, we really haven't like we ain't no, we ain't no better off than we was, like we—we we have right, we have rights in the sense of like on paper, like okay we can vote or we can do this, we can do that on paper, but when it really comes down to it, in people's hearts, and in people's souls, and how they feel, they don't respect us, they don't like us, they think we're less than everybody else, and peacefully saying, hey, can you accept us? They're not going to do that, they already don't think we on a level, so they're not nope. going to say like, oh, wow, you're asking to have, to be respected, and to be thought of in the same vein as us? Oh, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. They don't feel like that about us. They they that's like a fucking... They look at us as like monkeys or some shit. They like look at us as, as lesser evolved or lesser, lesser than everybody else. So if a, if a fucking animal came up to you and was like, hey, treat me the same way that you treat other humans, you're going to be like, you're a fucking monkey or you're a fucking dog or you're a fucking animal. I'm not going to treat you the same way that I treat other humans. And that's how black people are being treated right now. So... We can't come up to them respectfully and be like, hey, can you treat us the same as you? We're going to kick the fucking door in and be like, you know what? If you don't start treating us the way we deserve to be treated, we're going to fuck you up. And then people won't start to take us seriously. Because right now we're not being taken seriously. And people like B.O.B. and people like these white folks who, who are trying to make it into a thing. where like, oh, no, don't get mad at police because all, all police aren't bad. Like, or, you know, or... Being, or looting or rioting is not going to fix anything. That's just fucking everything up. Like, that whole soft approach, the soft approach ain't worked for hundreds of years. The soft approach is dead. As long as we keep doing the soft approach, we ain't going to get nowhere. We need to, we need to start fucking shit up, dog, and, like, demanding our rights, because we, we aren't respected right now, and we need to, we need to get respected. That's why I kind of wonder, like, you know, how are these protests going to go?
1: Like, you know, what's going to happen, like, the next days after, like, you know, I, I went down yesterday and participated in the uh, in the process of DIA and we marched and I felt you know, I felt good to be able to participate in it, but it was like I had the question like wondering like what's what's gonna happen after today, like is what's gonna keep this shit going? Like, you know like who's gonna be the people that, you know, rise up and just, you know, keep it stuck you know, keep it up. And I just didn't know like I didn't know what to do, like, I didn't know what to think after, you know, marching and stuff, you know, it was a cool feeling, I just think, you know, you have those, like, mountaintop experiences with people, and then once it's over, they're like, you know, it's done, and, you know, people are forget about it, I just don't know, like, what, I honestly don't know what to do next, you
0: know what I'm saying, like, what do you do? Yeah, I don't, I don't know either, man, I'm like Like, torn as fuck, like, I don't um, know either, Although I will say that I'm encouraged by the fact that this hasn't died down. Because right. every time an issue comes up, you always got that that section of, of Black Twitter that's like, y'all gonna forget about it next week. Right. When you know when some when a new when some new Jordans come out, y'all gonna forget about it. Or when, uh, when uh, you know some some new news leak, you gonna forget about it. And this shit ain't going away. And I, I'm encouraged by the fact that people are mad and people are fed up and they are staying that way. Like I think, actually, like I think at this point, uh, black people have been pushed over the edge. Like I feel like everything else was like that, like like getting poked at and getting poked at and getting poked at. But I feel like the Mike Brown shit, the Trayvon Martin shit, and the Eric Garner shit, the Tamir Rice shit, like everything, Oscar Grant, all that shit happened in such a small period of time. I feel like people are actually fed up right now, and I feel like it's not gonna it's not gonna go away. I feel like there's right now, there's like a civil war going on, like a civil war between black people and everybody else. And it's, black people are fed up and they're saying, you know what, it's time that we demand our rights and we demand being respected. And I don't know how we actually get that respect because like I've said every week, it comes from inside, like you can't, you can't. As many buildings as you burn down or as many stores as you loot, as many protests as you have, that might not change how people feel about you on the inside. So how do you change how people feel about you on the inside? But I feel like this is a start, the fact that we're sick of it. So I'm happy about that, but I don't really know what we do. I don't know. I've said on numerous weeks, I feel like the only way we could change it is by um affecting the next generation, like have and making making it so that the next generation doesn't feel that way. So maybe if we have like younger white kids and younger black kids who see what we're doing and they, they're encouraged by it, then maybe they'll behave differently when they grow up. But I, I don't know how we change how I don't think we can change how how people feel right now. Like you got a racist white person. You're not gonna march and protest and riot and all that shit and make that person less racist, that's not what's going to happen. He's going to be who he is. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to stay who he is, but I think it starts by people being fed up and saying we're not going to take it anymore. So, maybe not taking it anymore is the start and then maybe it can affect the next generation and then in future generations, maybe my son, when he's my age, cannot live in a world like this. Right. That's my right only now, hope. He's a fucked up world. Yeah, like right now it's fucked up, but maybe when he's my age, maybe it won't be like that because of the the sick of this shit attitude that we have right now. So we can only hope. But I'm encouraged by the fact that people aren't giving up. That that people are actually fed up. They're going hard. They're pissed off. And I'm I'm personally I'm a fan of the rioting right now. I'm not a fan of rioting in the sense of like robbing liquor stores and some shit that don't matter but right. I'm a fan of the anger and the outrage so, I get that for sure yeah a friend of mine posted on Facebook he posted a story about um, you know that stabbing that happened on the train yeah. earlier this week yeah um, for those that don't know I, I have a, a pretty bare idea of it but as far as I know there's was an Amtrak train that ran through here and some people got stabbed on it and he posted a story about the cops who arrested the dude who did the stabbing, and he put something like uh, about you know these cops got the guy who did it. Why wasn't this on CNN? Like all the other crazy shit. And he's a cop. He make much, much ass sense though. He makes sense. No, the 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 problem is that the shit wasn't on CNN because cops doing what they're supposed to do isn't newsworthy. Like you can like you can't be like. Oh shit, these cops did the right thing and they they got the people who stabbed these people and they did the right thing. Like, that's not newsworthy. That's what they're supposed to do. It, the newsworthy shit is the injustice. So, you can't, it's apples to oranges comparison to me. You can't compare a cop doing the right thing to cops killing people for no reason and be like, well, the cop killing people for no reason is newsworthy. Why isn't cops doing the right thing equally as newsworthy? Because right. they're supposed to do the right thing. They help. They're held to a different be. standard than us. That's the whole thing. That's why I don't like the when people say like, "Oh, well, why aren't y'all uh, talking about blacks killing blacks?" Because cops are held to a different standard. They're supposed to uphold the law, not break it and get away with impunity. They're supposed to fucking be held accountable for being right. racist using pieces of shit. Like, mm-hmm. so that's you can't compare the two. So yeah, it's 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 a lot of fucked up opinions on that shit, man. Do, 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 do. You know, you're about to fall asleep, huh? I'm
1: having a good time right now. Right,
0: because you're about to fall asleep. Good, good, good you're buzz, like mad comfortable. <laughs> good
1: buzz. Yeah, good buzz, good smoke. I don't know, man. I mean, did Detroit. Give me my opportunity to rant. The, the Detroit protests are so like, easy. Like, when you look at, you know, if you search Berkeley in California. They had tear gas out. It was just so crazy. It was like so much of a I guess the the word is I don't know how to use the word inconvenience. Um, but for the for the protest in Detroit, we had damn near like Detroit escorts. I mean we had police escorts that was like, you know, going with us during the whole that going the thing. When you think about this the places like Ferguson or any other place that didn't have that support. You just wonder if, even if we Detroit, like we were joking earlier, if you we were like in Livonia or Dearborn, we would, we would never had that same support. But it's like you know, the same time you wanted to like you know when it you had protesters in the '60s and stuff, there was no one, police was definitely the farthest from being supportive. So it's like you know, we have a good, we could be at a protest, police escorting us, and then you know in the night it's almost like you clock out go home, and then, you know, you do whatever you got to do, and then you come out if you want to come out again or whatever the case. But, you know, I don't think we have it so good. I don't, we're not getting the flat that every other place is getting. Or, you know, and then it's like, what what to happen afterwards? Like, you know, what happened after this weekend? You know, are we able to, you know, meet up next week? for people to just do protest like what is the protest going to prove like you know is it ever going to get any cops you know arrested for the shit they did is it you know what what happens and I I'm not at, asking the question because I don't know the answer I
0: know you know we don't have the answers for that shit but I think it starts with um, well for one with the escorts I think the escorts have to do with the fact that Detroit police especially downtown they're primarily black so it's like if you a police officer and you black, you think like, okay, well, as a police officer, my job is to uphold the law. But as a black man, I can see this injustice is going on injustice is going on. And so you could be a black police officer and think like, you know, this is my job as a police officer, but this is my identity, this is who I am as a black person. I see right. black people getting fucked over. So these those black cops who was escorting you them cops who's escorting you was probably black. No, they wasn't though. That's the thing. Oh, wasn't? No. Okay. Well, It was a lot. Th-
1: yeah, it doesn't. It wasn't. It was like a lot of like white cops and stuff out. It was
0: just random police officers. There's a lot of white cops that was out there. Well, I definitely don't want to act like only black people are going to support this movement because it's definitely white people. Because when I went to the um, the first uh, protest at campus marches, it was almost only white people there. So white people can be just as supportive, just as supportive of this injustice as anybody else. And it happened.
1: I and it happened. Even like cuz like in the DIA, it was tons of just white folks. I mean, you had black folks
0: there. It I think you are an exception that. to the rule. Like we got like we're very progressive here. Like Detroit gets a bad rep, but you look at like especially downtown, man. You got like a lot of white folks coming back in. There's like a white flight into Detroit at this moment. Well, yeah. And, like, I, so I, you got a lot of people who are who are just supportive of the city as a whole. And we're like kind of, I feel like we're kind of progressive here in that sense. So, like, we can't really compare here to like Missouri. <laughs> like, Missouri is like mad racist. So, like, nah, think mean, I mean, here, even, it's with, a even, better.
1: even with Berkeley, California, they, I mean, they were going, out was like full fledged, like, you know, uh, bomb, like, you know, you know uh, tear gas bombs and, you know, shit like that. I mean that shit was going on there. I, I, That's the stuff I feared that would happen, but I was so enlightened that you know it wasn't like that. Like we had escort, you know, police was there, you know, it wasn't nobody stopping everybody for walking. We could pretty much walk where we wanted to, and it right. was it was it was. I mean, it was
0: dope. dope I don't really see, see that happening here, like like what happened in Ferguson and shit or, or Berkeley, as you say. Like I don't think. I don't really see that happening here. Like we got a we got a fairly progressive area right here, man. We we got a lot of we got a lot of uh, very uh, political black folks. We got a lot of political white folks, and it's not about it's not so much about race here. It's about rights here. Like there's not that much racism in like actual Detroit. Like in Detroit, it's 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 actually pretty good. Like I I, I would have never I would have been surprised if the Detroit protest turned out like Ferguson or turned out like right. Berkeley. I would have been surprised because I, I expected this shit to be peaceful because I feel like here we all on the same page, black folks and white folks, at least in Detroit, like actually in the city. Now, like I said, like I told you earlier, if this shit was in Dearborn, it would it probably would have went completely different. Never. Or never you know, Novi anymore. or some shit like that. It would have been completely different. But actually in downtown Detroit, we got a good, we got a, we got a strong group of people here who care about the city in downtown. So... I'm not surprised by that.
1: I was happy to see it, man. It was dope. I was really happy to see it, especially my first time as far as like being like a, I guess you call, it activist and stuff like that. It was it was awesome to see the, the police just you know escorting us, you know, playing the role. They wasn't like being loud. They wouldn't even say nothing. They actually, they were just pulling cars, just you know, marching down Woodward, and you know they. They were dope I mean I had nothing
0: nothing bad to say about the police department. I've never had anything bad to say about Detroit police and when, when we had the we had a protest for uh the Mike Brown shit in um uh Hart Plaza right after that happened and it was a very strong mix of white folks and black folks and everybody was together we were all on the same page and it's it's a it's a we got a good situation right here. I don't see anything like that ever. I'm not know say ever, but I don't see anything like that happening here right. at the moment. This it's going to happen, but it's not, like, to that point. So. Yeah, so we we got a good group here. I'm not really too surprised. I'm just happy to, cool. to put out there, so. Yeah. So, um, do we have anything else? Uh, I feel okay. like there's something else I wanted to touch on, but I forgot it, so. No, i mean i think we're in the same group of conversation anyway yeah i think we covered a decent
1: amount i th- i mean i th- it's it's so hard to you know ignore the things that are happening now i i think you know with with all of the injustices and stuff you know it's 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 like it's gonna be c- covered every podcast you know but right now you know we just we just will we just want our our voices heard you know we want exactly. to be able to you know be able to to be defended, even where we, you know, we're dead. You know, uh, Eric Garner is no longer any 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 bad criminal if he was. So it's like, you know, we I don't I don't want to be sitting around people, you know, judging whatever he done before then because because cops want to give death sentences to things that are not death sentences worthy. You know, if Eric Garner was selling cigarettes on the street he should be in jail or whatever consequences that, you know, death, That's that... Not, not even in jail, like a citation or something. Whatever, whatever, death, whatever it is, is, he should be... It, it should be, you know, distributed accordingly. It should, you know, everything is not a death sentence, you know. Uh, and you see they had a
0: dude that was like a... Well, um... Uh... He wasn't put in a chokehold because he was talking. And you were in a chokehold, you wouldn't be able to talk. And then the same dude said something like... Um, he didn't die from a chokehold. He died from a heart attack from being fat. Yeah, basically. Exactly. Like like they put him in so a stressful situation me, and he had a heart attack. Now it's like victim blaming and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? so. My post was like, well... Yeah, he might not He might not have died from the chokehold if he hadn't been fat. But he also would have died from the chokehold if he hadn't been put in a fucking chokehold for selling some fucking cigarettes. Like if, if that's what he was doing. So if yeah, he was selling yeah. cigarettes, give him a ticket and fucking move on. Like he was not being... Abrasive. He was not being aggressive. He was just standing there saying, "Hey, I ain't did shit. Can you leave me alone, please?" And I saw mad white folks talking about he was resisting arrest. He was be- being belligerent and all this shit. And you know that's what happens when you don't none of, do none, what the police say. None of, None of that warrants a death sentence, though. You exactly. Know, even if the guy
1: was like the one guy in Phoenix. I guess I think it was Phoenix. You know that was uh, was. He, he thought his pill bottle was a uh, was a gun. Huh. Even still, it's like he didn't have a gun. Even if he was thieving, he deserves a jail sentence like any other thief deserves a jail sentence. They, the things that there that the police are giving death sentence for are not death sentence worthy. And, right. that, and that's my biggest thing. Even if the, it wouldn't even matter to me if the cops are black. if the cops are black, you're still misusing power. So it's not exactly. Or if the victim was white. Right. Yeah. Or, same or if deal. Was right. Yeah. Same yeah. deal. I mean, obviously, you know, the, we're not, a lot of them don't cover those stories that happen. But they happen. And I'm like, my thing is, it's not necessarily a black and white thing. It's my thing is the police using um, misuse of power to do whatever they want to do. And that's the hardest part for me.
0: And, and the so, fact that these, the police misusing their power always happens to be against black people. Coincidentally. Yeah, you know, coincidentally, you know, black, black quote unquote. Like I think you posted a video of a dude a white dude who was waving his gun in public and was like an actual gun yeah. and was just subdued and handcuffed and taken to jail. Yep. And it's like, okay, so if he could wave his gun and just be subdued and taken to jail, why is a black dude who's unarmed and supposedly peddling cigarettes dead? Like this it's ridiculous. So it's like you can't it's hard to to make the argument of saying like, okay, don't get mad at uh these specific situations that hold it against all cops when the fact of the matter is that like these things wouldn't be happening if if these cops looked at black dudes as in the same respect that they look at other people. Because if, if Eric Gardner was a fucking 300 pound white dude, would he have been treated that same way? Probably not. And that's it's the mentality that we need to change. And you can't say, like, okay, well... I don't like how people backtrack and say, like, okay, well, if uh, Mike Brown hadn't stolen those cigars, he'd still be alive. Or if Eric Garner hadn't been peddling cigarettes, he'd still be alive. Because... You can't say he would still be alive if he hadn't been doing these things, because he shouldn't be dead. Like you say, he shouldn't be dead in the first place. These aren't death-worthy events. Nope. And... When it comes right down to it, they're not dead because of what they did. They're dead because of who they are. <laughs> so we need to work on changing the mentality of these people. And what it all boils down to is that like, we're just not treated the same. We're not looked at the same. And that's what needs to be fixed. And like I've been saying ever since, I don't even know how far back in episodes we have to go to talk about how long I've been saying I don't know how we change the way black people are perceived by other races. I've been saying that probably since our episodes were in single digits. I don't know how we change that. But that's the core problem. And that's why everybody's pissed off. And that's why people are marching. And that's why people are going past marching and saying, you know what? We might have to get a little bit rowdy because marching ain't working. We need more Malcolm X going on here. Yeah, I just I just wish our, our voice would be pushed up pushed pushed along so much more. Oh, I remember what I wanted to say. The other point I wanted to make: Barack Obama. I'm sick of this nigga. Dog. Like I'm really sick of this nigga. Like my one of my best friends posted an article on my Facebook page either today or yesterday, and well, I'm gonna say his name because he probably listened. My boy Larry one of my absolute best friends in the world uh, fucking love Larry man me and him are kindred spirits Larry posted on my a page about um, a group of, of black folks who are were uh, serious protesters with everything that's been going on and they were actually brought to the White House to talk to Barack Obama about everything that's been going on and apparently according to them they hit him with the real shit like okay this is what's going on and this is what we need you to do. We need you to step it up. You know, you need to get on your game and they they said that they delivered the real shit to him. And for the most part, <laughs> what I gather from it for for one, I was respectful of the fact that they said that they brought him with the real shit cuz in actuality, you if you were to put most of these protesters in front of Barack Obama, they'd be hesitant to give him the real shit. They kind of would be kind of like, holy shit, this is the president of the United States, Barack Obama. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to sugarcoat everything. I'm going to tiptoe around everything. I'm going to be nice, you know, cute, whatever. They said they hit him with the real shit and they would not back down. And what I gather from the article is that they left the Oval Office feeling like unsatisfied. Like, uh, we don't know if we can really depend on him to do this shit. And I'm really, really hung up on his lack of... um, I'm not even going to say action in the sense of like, he can't say I'm the president. So I'm going to banish racism. <laughs> like, He doesn't have that kind of power. But like. I don't understand why he can't speak out. In favor of. Uh, equal treatment. Like, I feel like. Anytime he speaks out. It's telling us to be calm. And to chill out. When we don't need to. We, chilling out ain't worked. Like chilling out is not happening. I feel like. I understand that he can't come out and say... Y'all need to riot. Y'all need to wild out. Like I understand he can't do that. But I feel like... I don't look at... I don't look at the situation as like... Since he's black... He needs to come out and be like... Hey black people... Put the fist up. The black power fist. And we need to wild out. And y'all need to take y'all rights back. I don't expect him to do that. But I expect him... Not as a black man... But as a human. As a man... With self respect. And who cares about other people. I expect him to... Kind of step it up and just be like, you know what, this isn't right. Uh, I'm not a fan of this. Something needs to be done. Every, this is fucked up. Whatever. He don't do that, man. He just kind of like he just gives that little political answer and it's like, yeah, um, y'all need to be peaceful. It doesn't really work if y'all get, you know, y'all get wild or y'all wild out. It's not that's that's kind of productive. Blah blah blah. blah. He gives the mad political answers and like. You have two years left in your last term, dog. There's nothing left for you after this. You don't have anything to lose, like, but you still have a say. So why can't you just, like, really step it up and be like, you know what? Black people are getting played. This is fucked up. We need to change this. Are you falling asleep, sir? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really, really disappointed in him. Not as a president, not as a black man, as a human, like, as a, as a, as a, Just as a person, because like you, you, he's. I feel like he's letting his political ties and all his political shit stop him from doing what's right, and doing and doing doing and saying what he needs to say. Well, the thing is, he's like in a he's he's not in an
1: election year. He's in a year where he's just his two years is done. I mean, once the two years over, he's done. Yeah. So it's like, why not you know be the activist that you should be. Or I just don't think... I mean, as a black man, I just feel like he's just not doing what he can do as a black man. Like I say, you know...
0: My problem is he's not doing what he can do as a human.
1: Well, as that, person. Me, that, yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, that, as a human, yes. But I think even more, you know... How do you watch black people, you know, perish in your country that you're a president of? And you're constantly talking about things with in foreign affairs. Oh, man. Like, how do you bring up Egypt You know, when you can't even manage the shit in Ferguson? I am
0: so goddamn sick of hearing about what the fuck is going on in other fucking countries, dog. Like, I'm so sick of that shit. I do not give any... I don't give a single little iota of fucks about what's going on in other countries. I, uh, there's no modicum of fucks that I have for what's going on in other countries when people right here are being mistreated and they don't have any rights and he's sitting there as a black man, as a president and he's just like uh, hey, people, y'all shouldn't riot people are now getting, let's talk about Iraq. People
1: are getting tear gassed in, in our own country where tear gas is illegal for military combat in other state, I mean other countries. Like how does that, like how did you you know what's going on? It's not like, it's, like, it's not like Obama sleep, he wake up, take his do-rag off. i like, what's going on? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The nigga know what's is going on. <laughs> he has <his> most at he has like Let's jam his best yeah. jam here, you know in. He wakes up, take his do-rag off, get some coffee. <laughs> like so <laughs> I
0: really need to confirm like what's going on.
1: <laughs> like, no nigga, you know what the fuck's going on, but yet you ignore it. And that's why I'm like, dog, you like, he's like a lame duck for two years, dude. Like you have two years to go and you're acting like you know your power is about to get stripped away in like minutes and we have the most shit going on right now even other countries China of all fucking countries of, of fucking conduct can tell us that we are fucking up you understand China of all places
0: <laughs> I, I need confirmation of his do-rag like, I, like we, like especially you, have talked about this nigga's do rag incessantly. And I like, I, I feel, I feel like,
1: I feel like Obama has
0: like a, a do rag drawer.
1: It's like, <laughs> yeah, that, he has a do rag drawer, and he has a do rag that's like half black, half brown that he ties around his head, <laughs> and he sits on the corner of his fucking bed and sits crowned and go to sleep, ignoring all of the fucking
0: shit that's going on in America. I want to know what he do about the forehead line though. Like, like, like he got these, like, groups of do-rags and shit. How does he, how's he gone six years and hid the line that comes across your forehead man, from wearing do rag? Man,
1: you look at Obama, he look, like, he's so fucking stressed. Like, he's
0: growing up. He probably muscle. got a do-rag team.
1: He has he a has team. I remember when I, I used to wear do-rags a lot. Me too. I, I used to, I, I hated that line, so I used to put, between the line and my forehead, I used to put, like, a sock.
0: <laughs> I never thought I never thought of doing anything like that and it would just catch the you know the hard line right? maybe that's what he does but yeah I'm so sick of him I think man. he has quality do extra. he might yeah man I'm just I'm just tired of him man like I'm tired yeah, like,
1: I, I feel, I'm tired of him yeah
0: all the shit that he's done like if you look back on his presidency and you can talk about what he's done for like health care and, and what he's done with like uh, Osama bin Laden and Iraq and Afghanistan and Whatever he's done for the economy and everything that he's... All his positives that he's done. All his negatives that he's done. To me, all of that shit is irrelevant compared to the fact that he is not championing this movement. Because, like, right now, I could give him a pass not championing it before his his, his re-election. But, but like, he right now... He's not even
1: get re-elected,
0: though. Right. Like, right now, like, I don't see any reason why he can't just say, like, you know what? This shit is out of control. Like, why are we... Just killing black people and giving no fucks. And like he has. Nothing to shoot for. He, he can't say. Like I wonder if like. He's not really supporting it. Because he's concerned that. If he does. Um, other, other parties won't. Support him for any. Plans that he has moving forward. And the thing about that is like. Nigga they ain't supporting your plans. Your whole fucking presidency. Like so are you still trying to like work with people who ain't fucked with you the whole time that you've been president, like, it's not gonna happen. Like, his whole insistence upon working with the working with the Republicans and being bipartisan and crossing party lines and all that shit, that shit has been dead from day fucking one. That shit ain't work ever. So, like, are you mm-hmm. really, like, letting black people die still on the hope that you can kind of have some sort of bipartisan uh you know, uh, working together and shit on some bipartisan shit to get some shit taken care of that has to do with other countries and all other kinds of shit that don't involve people dying for no fucking reason. Like, can you at least just, like, get up there and just be like, man, you know, this is fucked up. Like, I, I'm disappointed in him as as a human. And that's, that's really fucked up. That I can say, like, I'm not disappointed in you as a president. I'm not disappointed in you as a black man. I'm disappointed in you as a human being. Like, I'm disappointed that you can't as a as a man and as a as a person, see this injustice going on and not speak out against it, and just get on TV and be like, "Hey, y'all need to not it. So uh, anyway, Iraq is blah blah blah, or anyway, China blah blah blah, or anyway, whatever, and go on to this all uh, all this international shit. Well, we don't give a fuck. I never gave a fuck about international shit. Part of the reason I voted for him was because I don't give a fuck about that. Because part of what he ran on in two thousand eight was uh. Rejuvenating our standing Amongst other countries And he kind of To me he kind of I felt like he was going to work on repairing uh, America's bad Perception among other countries And he hasn't done that at all Like everybody still think we ain't shit And that's for good reason Because he ain't done nothing to make us look like we shit Like he's still doing All kinds of fuck shit that make us Like we all were here fighting each other and shit And looking like we ain't got our shit together and he's out here still fighting for motherfuckers in other countries and we yeah, over here killing yeah. each other it's, for no fucking it's, reason. It's setting a horrible class president, though. Horrible president. And it makes it worse that he's black because it's like, okay, yeah, so you're also black and not giving a fuck. I'd be disappointed in any president. White, black, Asian, Mexican, whatever. And who cares who the fuck you are? Thai, doesn't matter. You can be with whoever. I'd be disappointed that you can... Watch injustice in your own country. Amongst races. And we are clearly in a race war. Like clearly we are in a race war right now. And he gives no fucks. Like, he, or, or he won't publicly give a fuck. And that's just so disappointing to me man. Like as, as a human. As a person. You're letting your political ties. Or whatever the case may be. You're letting your political shit. Supersede the fact that. You have a say in this and you can actually have some influence and you're not doing it for whatever political reasons. You're just playing, playing the background. And that's fucked up. That's some pussy shit to me, man. And I will never respect him for that. Like, I will look, you know, he's the first black president, so he's going to be held to a different standard as any, as any other president and any other black president. So he's, he's, a, he's in a unique situation because, you know, he's going to be compared to all other presidents and if we ever have any other black presidents, he's going to be compared to them as well. And to me, he's taken a loss no matter what because to me, he's been... He's been a mediocre president overall, but he's been a shitty representative of what we stand for as black people. And the way he's responded to all the injustices that's happened to, toward black people, he's been a shitty representative of the human race as far as I'm concerned. So he's a piece of shit to me because if he's, if he's going to... Take his political his political stances and place more importance on that over what we've been do, what we've been trying to accomplish as far as just getting the basic human right of being able to walk down the street in a hoodie without getting shot. Like if he's gonna put his political shit over that, then he's a piece of shit as a person. And that's to me that's fucked up. That's more fucked up than like the way I looked at like Bush Jr. Because I looked at Bush Jr. as a shitty president. Like okay, you made all kinds of fucked up decisions as a president. You did all this fucked up shit with I don't know uh, uh, 9-11 And Katrina and all this shit He made poor presidential decisions To me Barack Obama has made Poor decisions as a person As a human So like, he's like an ultimate piece of shit to me For not stepping up for this So yeah fuck him (laughs) Fuck him (laughs) Yeah fuck him man I can't respect that, man. Like, you got all the power, not all the power in the world, but you got so much. I mean, he might point. not have so much power to actually affect change, but he could, his voice and his saying, well he, he can get in front of a camera and say some shit that could be impactful. And he's not even doing that. Like, he can't even speak in favor of nothing, man. He's going to, like, play the left and he's going to play the background and be like, yeah, y'all shouldn't write because that's not cool. That's not going to really help us out, blah, blah, blah. You get that fucking pussy-ass political answer and shit when he has nothing to play for. You have no dog in this fight at this point, politically. And he's just going to, like, fuck us over by not helping at all. So, yeah. He's a bitch to me at this point. I'm not mad that I voted for him because the other options were inferior, but... I, I can't... I can't support a person like that, man. So, yeah. Fuck him. So, anyway, I guess we can wrap up unless you got something else you want to talk about. Uh, We went over a protest. We
1: went over... I guess we... Well, we didn't really go to the Grammys, but we kind of went over...
0: I don't know anything about the Grammys. Uh, yes. I have no idea. I know that the nominations were uh, very... I know Iggy Azalea was nominated for best rap album, yeah. I think. <laughs> and against like Eminem and um Uh Eminem, it was Iggy
1: Igloo Azalea.
0: Igloo uh, Igloo Australia.
1: Igloo Australia her uh, shit. They were so non memorable, it was like, oh, okay. Y'all on that
0: shit. It was like it was like I feel like they were like respectable artists that were nominated but then there was like Iggy Azalea and I don't know I it was somebody else was it there's no way Pitbull could be nominated for a rap album
1: no it is he could be but it wasn't him though it was some of random old not ass rap ass niggas but
0: mm-hmm. yeah they were
1: trash but the whole category is trash all the shit trash so Nope, not really. Um, I'm just curious, you know, how the how the rest of you to pull out, how many more indictments we gonna find blacks guilty of, you know, bullshit,
0: and yeah. So, so next week, episode thirty. Episode thirty should be good. I'm I'm looking forward to. Episode 30. I look forward to every episode, but we have a uh, episode thirty is a landmark. It's thirty. It's a big deal. So, if you have any questions and comments and stuff
1: like that, please, uh, get our Facebook page up and one of the podcasts, or our Twitter page one no of the podcasts, or our Twitter, uh, Twitter, I mean, Stitcher, Stitcher. So, we broadcasting on like a couple other places and so forth. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, any questions up? Uh, we definitely going,
0: I don't know, we're trying to figure out some specials for next week. I don't know what, though. Maybe we can have a guest or, um, I still kind of want to do a video podcast, but yeah, we'll see. So, anyway, I'm not bringing my photo gear because my my camera records video. Oh
1: so shit!
0: Maybe bring Maybe I can bring in my photo gear. We could try to oh shit girl. video record it. I mean, we have, might have to clean this the situation up a little bit. But all uh, you
1: had to say, nigga.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm down for that. That'd be dope. I've just been really wanting to do that, and you know, like, I've had a couple of people ask me about that, like. Recording it and putting on YouTube, and I think that would be cool. I would have liked to recorded this one, but that wouldn't have worked out because I feel like you've been falling asleep every five minutes. So you you actually (laughs) recorded because now no one's going to believe you. So Um. (laughs) right, (laughs) but yeah, that'd be dope though. Uh. (laughs) Every time I every time I stop and say like, I think I always fell asleep, and you like just pop up and like stop talk like you were never sleeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh <laughs>
1: <laughs> nobody believed that. Yeah, that'd be dope, though. I think we 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 could stand to do a video one just break the monotony of just recording and stuff. So
0: and I, I think mean, we should have a um, at the end of the football season, maybe heading into the playoffs, have a uh, have a strong sports episode. Because I know we I've had I've had a few people approach me about a sports episode, so that could work out. Yeah, so I mean, we might really squeeze a guess in for the end of the year, so well, that'd be cool. Yeah, I think even if the Lions don't win the division, they're almost certainly going to make the playoffs. So we can have a playoff conversation, uh NFL playoffs conversation. I'm definitely down for that, so. And I think even if they, don't, if they don't win the division, they'll probably, whoever they play, they, they'll probably be favored. I think there's. Uh, I think anybody we play would be
1: favored. That's, uh. Either the play <coughs> excuse me, in the first round of playoffs, if we were
0: somehow make that or if it was uh we we'll used to get home field. I don't think, I don't think the Lions at home field in the first round ever.
1: Ever. I don't <laughs> think that ever
0: happened. I had to look at the fact I don't think that's ever happened though. So I figure worst case scenario where we're what, nine and four? Nine and four. I figure the way things should play out. Worst case scenario is eleven and five, best case scenario is twelve and four. If we do if we somehow do worse than eleven and five, that would be fucked up. We we should win these next two. We have the Vikings next week, we have Chicago after that, and then we have and then Pack, the Packers. So like we gotta take we gotta get Minnesota and Chicago and go to uh eleven and four. And then everything should come down to that Green Bay game at the end of the season. If y'all don't know, that could be epic. That could be epic. Because I don't think the Lions have played for the division at Green Bay, like, ever. And that, should, that could be great. So I don't know if I want to be home. I
1: want to be, like, somewhere and watch that, like, where there's, like, tons of fucking people and shit. I'm the exact
0: opposite. Really? Yeah. I don't like being around, like, a whole bunch of people for, like, really, really big games. Because, like, when you go, like, okay, say, like we to go to like Buffalo Wild Wings for that game against the Packers let's say for instance the division comes down to that game and we go to Buffalo Wild Wings uh-huh. like the fucking the fucking bandwagon Lions fans be up in be up in the like the public venues and they be the ones who will be like the Lions go down 7 nothing. and be like oh fuck I knew these was gonna blow it like they're like so fucking pessimistic and shit I don't like hearing that shit So I kind of like I like to watch Big 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 games Either at home alone Or at At somebody's crib With People who I know Care about the Lions Like I don't like Going to public venues And having people Who are like Bandwagon fans Up in there Who are ready to like Get mad at every opportunity Like oh I knew These niggas were trash Like They're 11 and 4 Shut the fuck up They're not trash (laughs) Well you know That's coming though Which is why I'd rather avoid it But yeah I think uh I think a good, whatever happens, 11-5, 12-4, I think the, the Lions should make the playoffs. So, I think at the end of the season, we could have a good sports-focused uh, sports, sports focused podcast, but not completely sports, but, you know, a good Lions podcast at the end of the season, but maybe have a guest before that. I don't know what we we'll could talk about, but I think we should have a guest before that. Yeah, I
1: think we find it. We,
0: we find our comments to talk about, so. Yeah. We have no issues with that, so.
1: Yep. Anyhow, we'll see you guys uh uh next week. Peace.